What's up, everyone? I'm Shafiq and you're listening to the Who Drop Popcorn Podcast. The premise is simple. One of us picks a film that we know the others haven't seen. We all watch it, and we come here to discuss it. Joining us tonight is Andy Newlands. Put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> Kyle Hammond. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. Is that it? That was great, Kyle. <laughs> So you're going to go all the way to Z. No, way, no. Z, all the way to Z. <laughs> and all the way from the somewhat north of Jersey, Dave McHugh. You're not going to detain a blighter for enjoying his whiskey. Very good. <laughs> Here's your warning, we'll be going into heavy spoilers. So if you haven't seen the film, we thoroughly recommend you watch it before listening to this. This episode's choice is Kyle's. Hi. Kyle has chosen 2021's Willie's Wonderland, written by G.O. Parsons and directed by Kevin Lewis. The film stars Nicolas Cage as a silence wanderer who finds himself in, trapped in an indoor theme park filled with murderous animatronic mascots. Kyle, why did you pick the film? Oh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it looked good. It's one of those, it, oh, it massively it. divides opinion. It's, <laughs> is it so bad it's good? I don't know. No, it's We'll see what you guys bad. think. Wow, your tone, your tone there. I know what's coming from you. Wow. Yeah, well, I just, I just watched it. Um, if you look at the poster and you see the trailer, you're like this could be fucking amazing. So yeah. there will be someone out there that thinks it's fucking amazing. So me, yeah, let's give it a go. Okay, so Andy, how about you recap the film for us? Hey, hey, hey! What's that you say? It's Andy's articulate analysis. All right, so basically. Um, yeah, Nicolas Cage is uh, driving this Mustang uh, down the road and um, there's something on the road and it bursts the tyres and he's um, he's like, oh, he doesn't speak, by the way. He doesn't speak throughout this whole film, but so he he talks to you visually. You can see he's like, oh, no, what am I going to do? I'm in the middle of nowhere. Truck driver pulls up and says, oh, I can fix your car. Takes it to the garage, uh, but he can only accept cash. The garage guy's like, well, look. Uh, Andy, can I just <laughs> ask you, what what is inside... Nick Cage's car. What's in his car? Uh, punch. Yes. Lots of cans of punch. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Is that the answer? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So anyway, so he's um yeah, he gets taken to this like cowboy guy, and he's uh, and this cowboy guy owns what looks like a kids amusement park. No, not park. Sorry, a uh, building. You know, and says um I'll I'll pay your car bill if you clean this uh, my, my place for me. Mm-hmm. Bang. And then in he goes, fucking hell, it is mental. Like he, he basically, the, the film, the film is basically <laughs> him drinking cans of punch. And then, then very like every 10, 15 minutes or so, one of the animatronics in the, um, in the building. So these, all of these things are about six, five, five to six feet tall. Um, they look like stuffed animals, you know, one's a squirrel looking thing. One's a fairy, one's a gorilla, uh, <laughs> one's a, turtle i think and all the rest of it um and they try and kill him and one by one he picks them them off um other bits going on in this film there's like a a group of kids and these kids like are trying to like save him i guess they go in i don't know but it's like safe safe by the bell on crack it's insane (laughs) they want to burn it down don't they (laughs) yeah they want to they want to burn it down so then they all you know they're all just in this mad building and he's playing pinball and he's drinking and he's cleaning and he's just a badass motherfucker he doesn't speak <laughs> at all and there's some you know there's just some it's it's, it's the same gag and like over and over and over again but it's like you know 
he takes on one, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then as the movie sort of gets towards the end, it turns out that it used to be owned by these group of, I think it's just guys. No, I think it's guys and girls. And they're basically sadistic paedophiles, I think. And um, they, I think they start abusing families and stuff. And then they get like a, it's obvious the police are going to find them out. So they do this like satanic ritual and their their souls, for want of a better word, go into the animatronics. And then the town folk hear about this. Um, so they do a deal with um, with Willie, who is this giant, <laughs> is he a ferret? I think he's, I'm going to say he's a ferret. A weasel, I'm so sorry. And basically say, look, we'll feed you. And therein lies the whole, you know, Nicholas Cage's car didn't just fucking die on the road. But it was, it, the, what <laughs> seems to happen is there's always the same thing. They put like the tire spikes out. You know, they put the stranger in, Willie and his cronies kill them, blah, 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 blah. But Nick Cage is too badass. Him, the pinball and the punch defeat, de- defeat the animatronics. And then um, then it's a bit weird. Like, he almost get he turns into a paedophile at the end because he goes off with a girl in his car, which I was a bit <laughs> uncomfortable with. I thought that was just, that was mental, but... There's nothing romantic going on there. There's nothing no, it's just sexual a bit weird, or anything like that. No, absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. But it was just a bit weird. Like it was too weird for me that bit. But that's it, really. It's um, it's a. I don't know. It felt like a short story, a bit like Dolan's Cadillac. But it's a, it's a film. It's I yeah, I enjoyed it because I like just silly. It was a silly popcorn movie that I sat down and thought this is quite funny and laughed out loud a lot. And I hope I've (laughs) done a good job there. Thank you very much. Yeah, nailed it, man. Nailed it. So, Kyle, when you enthusiastically told us why you chose the film, it sounds like you did not enjoy this film. No, I didn't say that. It's it's one of those that there's quite a few Nicholas Cage films like this. It's it was okay. It, Why did you choose it then? Had you seen it? I've seen it. Yeah, I'd seen it. But you, this is so weird. Yeah, well, <laughs> you chose Blood Simple, mate. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I love Blood Simple. Carl's already seen it, and now he's saying he doesn't like it. So why did you I choose? It? No, I never said I didn't like it. I said it's so bad, it's good. Right. But I don't think it is. I, th- I think it's just good. I love yeah, it. Look at the Me teenagers. Too, yes. the te- some of the worst acting you've ever fucking seen. But awful. Yeah, but, but that was kind of the point. I thought it was just they were kind of a bit cliched, weren't they? It was like a stereotype, and yeah, yeah. No, I I, I liked it. It was just ridiculous from from start to finish. Yeah, a silly film <laughs> for silly people. Anyway, so going outside of the realms of this film, what are are there any other? What I well, the, the genre that this falls in is the subgenre is creature features. So is there any other sort of creature features you're particularly fond of? Should we start with you, uh, Andy? Oh, God, does Chucky mm-hmm. count? I think, in the, I think in the context of this film, it does, because it's quite a similar plot, etc. Okay. So, I was going to say Chucky. What about Chucky? that film, the Pet Shop film, with the big uh, the guy from Ghostbusters? So you're talking about Little Shop of Horrors? Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, does that count? Yeah, I'd yeah. say so. Right, what about show. Jumanji, the original? Does that count? Absolutely. Okay, well, there's three right there. <laughs> How about you, uh, Dave? What, what about your um, favourite creature features? Um, does Jaws count? Uh, I guess... No, I guess not. No, it has I mean, mythical, sort of all... mythical what creatures. What about Gremlins? Does Gremlins count? Because that was amazing. See, I never particularly liked Gremlins, unfortunately. You never liked Gremlins? No, well, I never really. You know what? I'm going to give it with a hot, spicy take for the podcast. I think Gremlins is better than Ghostbusters. Yeah, so do what? I. So do I. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Gremlins is really? unbelievable. Oh, yeah. I'm watching. I'm. I'm gonna watch this tonight. I'm giving it another go. 
But wow. it, um, yeah, it's brilliant. I, th- I think. Uh, what about you, Kyle? You've kind of gone quiet. I know you're a big, big Ghostbusters fan. So depressed. Uh, by I can't remember. I can remember Gremlins Two, which is not great, but I don't remember Gremlins One that well. Gremlins yeah. Two is great as well. Creature features that I love. Right. Yeah, Child's Play, one, two, three. Even like The Bride of Chucky, I quite liked. But I've not seen any since then. So I've not seen the, the reboot or the TV show in that. But again, I've not seen him for twenty five years. I'm sure they're awful, but. Yeah, those are films that I need to revisit as well because um, mm, I just remember as a kid just not being that scared about it. But then I don't think that's that shouldn't that's like an unfair gauge of judging a horror film whether you know you're scared. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. That's a really um, good point. Because you know there is there are some like really good horror films that haven't really scared me, you know, but mm-hmm. I still think it's like really good horror films. So uh, yeah, so that is yeah, so J- Child's Play, interesting, All right, nice one. Cool. All right. So, yeah, uh, I don't know what else we can say about this film. Well, let's talk about what we liked, what we didn't like. I've got a load of different notes. Is that it? The podcast is 18 minutes. <laughs> can we talk <laughs> about what? There's loads let's to talk, talk about. talk about the Grand Marine final. <laughs> there's loads to talk about. Like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Okay. Yeah, I'm with <laughs> Dave. To... I'm with Dave. There's okay. literally so much to talk about. Okay, so Dave, what is your favourite part of this film? Then? Yes, and then come to oh, me. Do you have a do you have a favourite kill in the film? Oh, nice shout! Yeah, I quite liked when the crocodile sort of bit that guy. <laughs> that was quite funny. That was pretty nuts. That's the way to go, though. Having sex, you know, can't get the coffin lid down, but you know, it's a good way to go. But I like that crocodile kill. I really like that. And how about how about you, uh, Andy? I thought the gorilla in the toilet was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah, that's my favourite bit. I cannot tell you how much I laughed at that. It was just, like, when, when he got the plunger and was putting it in his face, that, it was brilliant. Like, absolutely brilliant. Like, um, yeah, I loved it. You know, something I was kind of observing while watching the film is that um, Nicolas Cage isn't very good at cleaning. You know, no. do you, uh, did you notice, like, how... You know, what, what I always find is when people... When I watch people mop and they don't know how to mop, like you don't, you put the mop in the bucket, but you, you don't just slop it on the floor. Oh, nice. you, when you land, you need to twist the broom handle and then basically it maximizes the surf, surface area of the mop. And then you oh need to God. maximize the, the surface wrong job, area Shaffy. of the mop. What, what are you doing being <laughs> head of Jersey right. Finance? Yeah, right. Why are well, you head of Jersey <laughs> Tax when you could be a cleaner? I used to. I used to <laughs> I used to mop the restaurant, and this is no. What, you're absolutely. I remember right, Dad Shaffer. used to give me lectures about how to mop properly. So this is what I'm talking about. Like you're supposed to spin, you spin, you like you 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 put the mop in, you take it out, you spin, you spin the the mop lands on the floor, and then you and then you you know do your 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 wet mop, and then you basically rinse it, and then you do your dry mop. Where basically. I mean, if I was there, I would be like, Nicholas Cage, what the fuck are you doing? You, you, this is just a really bad technique of mopping this, uh, this theme park. Was, was your dad what, what? like, you're Mr. Miyagi then? He taught you like, <laughs> taught you that how to fight, basically. <laughs> yeah. If Mr. Miyagi swore at you and called you a loser every five minutes, then. <laughs> yeah. It's like the guy in, uh, in Quantum Solace who was doing the sweeping at the harbour. I don't know if you've seen that, but like <laughs> yeah, when he's at the harbour, the guy's yeah. sweeping and he's a half a foot off the floor. Have you seen that, Kyle? <laughs> Fucking mental. It's like a meme. Yeah, yeah. I was just watching it thinking, looks like Nicholas Cage is, I mean, no wonder he's got into the business through nepotism because, uh, 
he <laughs> um, does not look like he's cleaned a day in his life. Yeah. So and even when he's wiping down, he's like bunching the cloth mm-hmm. in like one bunch. It's like, no, you're supposed to like, exactly. maximize the surface area of the cloth. That, that's what my problem was with Blood Simple when that guy was cleaning mm-hmm. the floor with the blood. It was like, you don't clean blood like that. It, oh, <laughs> fucking hell, honestly. Um, so so why, why did he continue to clean the place, do you think? What was that it's about? A fucking, oh, I've got a theory. Go on, then. Okay, let's see your theory. Right, so I think he's autistic, okay? So, mm. one, he's, he's a mute. He likes routine. Mm. I think someone just said to him, do this. He's like, oh, I've got to do it. And there's like, there's nothing stopping him. And he only kills when he has to, didn't he? And then when he's done that, he goes back to cleaning. Even when they've all attacked him, he's just Willie left at the end. He's still mm. cleaning. Ex-soldier, isn't he? Because he's got his dog tags hanging in the car. So he might have like post-traumatic stress. Or... So what, what do you think the timer and the, the drinks have got, got to do with, with it? Is he diabetic? No, the, the guy's... Well, that's another theory I've got, which I can go into later. No, nah, he was just allowed breaks, wasn't he? So he was just... Make sure you have breaks. See, so I thought... It to the break. So I thought he might have gone in deliberately and sort of knew about it and has gone in deliberately and, you know, drove over the spikes deliberately to get in, to get in, to get into the place. But then it's weird, isn't it? Like, why would you be cleaning? Because he would have, he would have started destroying the, the, the toy straight away then. Yeah, but he loves, he loves it, doesn't he? Not necessarily. Some men just want to see the world burn. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure I agree with that theory, to be honest. Well, Okay, so how is he so strong? How is he able to kill these things when they've ripped everyone else to, apart? What makes the punch? The military background that Kyle said. Yeah. Yeah, he knows how to kill. It's the punch drink as well. But the girl, the girl fucks one up, doesn't she? Yeah, just, yeah. It's kind of weird. They're str- it's one of the like, classic horror film things. Their strength is, is, is sort of in ratio to the person they're attacking and stuff. And it's like, I thought they had supernatural powers, so I just don't get how he can kill them. I thought he might be an angel. And that drink uh, is Wrong, wrong Nicholas Cage film, mate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, saw, I, think, I think he's an angel. City of Angels part two. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so, well, because Kyle's brought up uh, another Nicholas Cage film, let's talk about our favourite, um, bought two things either basically your Nicholas, your favorite Nicholas Cage film, and also your favorite Nicholas Cage performance. This wow. is going to be the wow. bulk of the podcast, Kyle. So, what is your favorite Nicholas Cage performance? Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's it, Dave. You, you go, well done. <laughs> I know it's rubbish, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, leaving Las Vegas, let's, maybe. let's up the energy, guys. Come on, leaving Las Vegas, yeah. Yeah, and that might be my favourite film or Face Off. Probably Face Off. So when did you watch uh, Leaving Las Vegas? What, last? Or when did you first, first watch it? 96, 7. Oh, really? So that was yeah. like when it was first came out? Well, it first would have been on Sky Movies, yeah. And what, what is it about that performance like? I don't know. I'm just a dumb guy that watches... Fucking hell. <laughs> this is, this See, I know. This is like the worst... I know. Like, like, like <laughs> Put words well, in my mouth, we all Shaffy? come back tomorrow where we give a shit? This is outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. I've been well mm. looking forward to this. That's a bit highbrow, though, isn't it? Saying, oh, what's his best performance? <laughs> okay, right. Um, this is the guy that said that the worms are like buttholes in Dune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, it's colonialism. 
<laughs> so how about you, Andy? What do you like about Nicolas Cage? Right, I'll tell you what. I like the way Nicolas Cage is a fucking pure goddamn original. Like, <laughs> going on that Terry Wogan interview about yeah, 25 man. years ago, like, coats <laughs> up to the max is insane. Like, if you've ever seen him interviewed as well, he's like, he's fucking mental. He spends yeah. all his money on crazy. He's got, a, he had a room in his house with, like, cobras and stuff and he used to wear a red suit and sit and talk to the cobras like fucking voldemir from harry potter the guy is a legend like yeah yeah his don't get me wrong i know some of these movies that i'm about to say aren't good but these are classic sunday afternoon with the family movies that everybody likes from kids all the like grannies like the National Treasure movies are mm. an absolute pile of shit if you read the script. But when they're on the telly, they're just enjoyable nonsense. Mm-hmm. You can be on your phone, you can be Never doing chores, them. you can be doing the ironing, have them on in the background. It's just fun. And then the big hit is, like, if anybody says these three films they haven't enjoyed, then they are dead inside, all right? Number mm. one, The Rock. Number two, Face Off. And number three, Conair. If you haven't enjoyed those movies, the Holy then you're a fucking... Yeah, you're up awesome, your ass. Well. You're up your own ass. So now you brought this up, I, I want you I want you three to tell us your rankings of those three films. Ooh, nice. I'll go first. I know mine. Okay, go on. What's yours? Third is The Rock. Second is Conair. First is Face Off. How about you, Andy? Okay, so third, it will always be The Rock. And if anyone, anybody in the planet puts that anywhere other than third, they're an idiot. Mm. Face Off and Conair, I, I kid, kid you not. not, that is a harder question to answer than <laughs> how did the universe come into creation? Mm-hmm. What is God? Uh, the Big Bang, mate. Yeah, it, well, yeah, but honestly, oh, God almighty, I'm going to have to go Conair for number one and Face wow. Off at two. But ask me tomorrow and I'll give you a different answer. Mm-hmm. Okay, and how about you, Dave? Uh, yeah, I go rock, Conair, face off. That's how I roll. Shafi, you're not getting out of this one. Um, well, I like Bad Lieutenant, uh, Lord of War, and uh, <laughs> The Wicker Man. Mm, yeah. oh Nobody likes The Wicker Man. <laughs> I like The Wicker Man. Well, a lot brilliant. of people like it ironically, don't they? Have you seen the original, Andy? Yeah, you made me watch it. Oh, wow, yeah. That's, That's sorry, not... I interrupted Shafi there, and I uh, must No, it's uh, okay. Apologize. Bad Lieutenant is amazing yeah it's incredible but badly tenant's one of my favorite films like of the past like in the within is it post 2010 i think it is isn't it 2011 i think, I think I it was think, yeah. yeah yeah so it's probably one one of my favorite films wow between 2010 and 2020 it didn't need to be called the bad lieutenant it's it's far away it could have it didn't even need to be called the bad lieutenant it's and so, what was, it's the, so what was the other film that uh, andy you mentioned lord of war i love that film lord of war that is fantastic. When I that, love that film, gangster yeah. rocks up with that golden AK forty seven or whatever mm. it is, that that's it always reminds me of you, Dave. That <laughs> you do. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure. Uh, how about you, Dave? What What about your favourite Chris Cage films? Please say the Family Man because that's oh, so good. F- f- favourite films. Okay, yeah. yes. So not favourite. Okay, well, brilliant, brilliant. I was, I just couldn't choose. So for me, Raising Arizona, Wild mm. at Heart. I absolutely love Wild at Heart. Who here hasn't seen Wild at Heart? Me. That's, that's amazing. Never heard of, oh, never heard yeah, of Water Heart. Oh my God. No, neither have I. Wow. I love, absolutely adore leaving Las Vegas. If you're, sorry, Justin, if you're a fan of Nicolas Cage, you're yeah. going to, you're going to really like Wild Heart. Because okay, it's a really, good. it's a really unique performance. I haven't really seen him in that style before. Yeah. And obviously the Holy Trinity of action is awesome. 
I absolutely adore bringing out the dead. That is such oh, a good film. Bringing out the yeah. dead, mate. Yeah. Oh my god, that yeah. film is so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It's Scorsese, and it just creates this hellish environment. It's incredible. You know uh, what? I, I would I wouldn't hesitate to put that in top five Scorsese. Wow. Wow, that's ballsy. I love it. Um, yeah, so I actually, Matchstick Men is quite a nice film, and it's a sort of remake of Nine Queens, which is incredible. Watch Nine no, it's Queens. Not, it's not a remake of Nine Queens. Yeah, it is. What was it? Yeah, it is. No, Criminal is a remake of Nine Queens with right. John C. Riley. Yeah, okay, but still, uh, it's as good as. Okay, it's not a remake necessarily, but it's very similar. Yeah, I actually really like The Weatherman as well. That is, that is a good film. It sort of shows how melancholy life can be even if you're rich that's a great film uh i absolutely love kick-ass kick-ass mate awesome yeah that's awesome but he's, he's dying, dying. But he's, he's on fire, fire. <laughs> yeah <laughs> now switch to kryptonite <laughs> <laughs> i'm surprised no one did, i'm surprised no one did that as their, yeah. as their favorite <laughs> i was i was thinking about it switch the gauge the kryptonite <laughs> Yeah, so he's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant in so many films. So my fav- my favorite performance would be Brad Lieutenant, obviously. I'm not just... Oh, I need to watch chat. that again. I'm not, you, it's so you, good. You text me years ago saying, watch this, of like, when did this come out? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking so it's good. It's just so crazy. It's just so good. Do you remember 8mm? Can, can, is your app so mean? Can we not talk about 8mm? Because I haven't seen it. And oh, I, really? I, I, I'll watch it and we'll talk about it one other time. I'm so, so sorry. It's fucking... I thought you'd seen 8mm. No, I've got it on DVD, but I just haven't got around to watching it yet. Weren't you talking about it the other day? Nah, man. I was talking about people's acting whilst watching snuff films. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, these are kind of... The, conver- these are the conversations that Conversations that... Uh, <laughs> no, Dave instigates and I yeah. just sort it's of... A hard, uh, it's a hard... It's a hard... It's someone that's you to act like you're watching a snuff film with someone you know in it. It's a hard, hard thing to act. Because they're like, kind of, ah, 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 it's just a really hard way to act. <laughs> remember like editing you, this episode. Remember, <laughs> remember, uh, Dave, I remember I showed you that clip from uh, the film Hardcore, starring George C. Scott. No. Turn it off! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Turn it off! <laughs> Yeah, it's a hard, it's a hard acting class that one. He uh, he bought a house in Bath, didn't he? Holy He's got shit. quite a lot in England, yeah. Oh, really? quite a lot in England, yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you about when I met his cousin? What? Yeah, well, this well, what? Someone that claimed to be Nicholas Cage's cousin. So, <laughs> was well, this some nutter that you met in Sheffield? <laughs> well, it was it was in Nottingham. Was it yeah, Schofield. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was in I was in a restaurant in Nottingham, and I was in the the bar bit waiting for the table. There's like six of us, like all couples, and we'd not seen each other for a long time. And this random guy just came over and started talking to us on his own. So he'd obviously just seen a group of people and thought, oh, <laughs> this is someone I can hang out with tonight. But we were waiting for a table. It's like, no, your audience, man. Um, he just started chatting shit. We're like, oh, who is this fucking guy? Go away, man. You know? And then he just, just dropped. He goes, oh, yeah. Um, we were talking about, I can't remember. We were talking about films or something. He goes, yeah, oh, yeah, my cousin's in films. Um, Nicholas Coppola. <laughs> but you know him as Nicholas Cage. We're like, oh, I'm like this guy's off his head. He would have been coked up. The okay, I, uh, I, so then I, what happened? Well, we just like, could you go, mate? Because we're going for <laughs> oh, a table. Oh, that's now. so mean. I would be like, uh, no, well, man. Why, why didn't you ask him for evidence? Mm, yeah. Well, then I Googled it later. It was like Nicholas Cage, cousin Nottingham, and I couldn't find anything. So, 
It was either it was either Nicholas Cage's cousin or he's a nutter. So, so what is the story? Some age. drunk bloke came up to you and said he was Nicholas Cage's yeah, cousin. Wasn't drunk. Was no, he wasn't drunk. He wasn't drunk at all. No, this was like six o'clock. Oh, gonna, he wasn't drunk, Andy, you idiot. <laughs> Fucking hell, hard as he was drunk. Fucking hell. Hilariness. But you know when you're like with your friends and then someone just tries to join in your group, yeah, you're like, oh, go away, man. It's go a away. nightmare. I love it. Embrace it. So do you know why do you know why his name he changed his name to Nicholas Cage? Do you want to make his own way, I assume, or Yeah, but mm-hmm. why why do you choose that name? I don't know, man. Because he was a big fan of Luke Cage. That was his favourite. See, this wow. is what I mean. What a fucking legend. So wow. that's why. And uh the role that he wants he most wants to play is uh Captain Nemo, <laughs> uh head of the <laughs> Nautilus. In the book uh, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, that role has just been cast in a Disney Plus TV show. Wow! Do you know who plays him? Do you know who got the, who landed the role? No. I don't think he probably. You guys probably don't. You do. Do you watch Toast London? I don't think you do. Do you? No. no watch Toast London. All right. Well then. What's that guy called? Not... What's that guy called? Matt Berry. Is it Matt Berry? Yeah, Matt Berry's not playing uh, Captain Nemo. The if those that that listeners that are a fan of Toast London, it's Clem Fandango who's going to be playing. Uh, no, not Clem Fandango. Yes, Clem Fandang- Fandango. He's playing. Uh, Who the fuck is Clem Captain- Fandango? Oh my god, you got to watch Toast London. Scalamouche, so Scalamouche. Is he so the guy funny. from Mighty Boosh? No. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. But <laughs> there is a guy from Mighty Boosh in Toast London. It's been on right. my Netflix clue for ages, man. Great. Okay, cool. So what, what about you, uh, Andy, favourite performance? Yeah, so there is only one. It is, it is. I know I didn't put the film up there, but it's Face Off. <laughs> Legend. Face Off. Yeah. I can't. Mate, when, can't he, when he's the like vicar it. at the beginning. Yeah. It's unbelievable, yeah. That's why I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's the face he pulls when he grabs her hand. Yeah. It's just so good. Yeah. Yeah. See, Lord of War is cool and National Treasure is all cool. It's a silly, you know, silly fun. But <laughs> honestly, it is amazing what he does. And fair play to Travolta as well, actually. Right. Yeah. Yeah, true. Right, you, so, it is for everyone, do you think um, Nicolas Cage has the better performance in oh, Face yeah. Off? Oh, 100%. Yeah, but, but, he's the better villain and the better protagonist, yeah. isn't he? So. Yeah, yeah. He's, 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 he's got the, he's sort of the main character, though, so it's a bit unfair on John, I feel. I kind of feel like without Nicolas Cage, John Travolta wouldn't have had that performance. What do you mean? As in, he's the way, you know, where, when he's he is, off him. Yeah, when he ends up, yeah, yeah, when he yeah, does yeah, end up being the the character of Castor Troy, the the villain, 100%. he's he's sort of doing it. He's trying to like do like mimic the energy of mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage. Yeah. So I uh, I don't think he would have come up with those that type of performance if yeah. Nicolas Cage wasn't cast in that role. I wish I'd seen Nicolas Cage as Superman with Tim Burton. That would have been the biggest <laughs> movie flop of all time. <laughs> Imagine that being Schwarzenegger and Stallone. Oh, Imagine yeah, Face Off with those two. That would have been just so weird. Was that on the table? Yeah, apparently so. Like, no way. Arnold Schwarzenegger was like a foot taller. It was mad. Jesus, right? that's mental. Who would you like to cast in a modern day Face Off? Oh my God, that's the best question I've ever been asked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would probably be one of the two of the four Chris's. I assume. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's just do it. So who, who, which two would you select, Kyle? I think Evans and Pine are probably the most similar. Not bad shout. Yeah, As in, just, they look physically closer to each other. And then Hemsworth and Pratt are more the comedy guys, aren't they? Yeah. Well, you I say you say that, but um, Hemsworth, he he can do comedy, but he can quite do the straight roles as well, can't he? Yeah. He can. He um, black hat. 
And I guess that extraction film that was <laughs> out last year, wasn't it? They're filming number two now, aren't they? I would go Matt Damon. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> and Mark Wahlberg. That's who I'd do, mate. Matt Damon and Mark Matt Wahlberg. Damon and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, that's a great show. Or shout. Gerald Butler and Clive Owen. Or Liam Neeson and Ralph Fiennes. Any of those. <laughs> well, I'm just wondering what you're reading. Thanks, thanks BuzzFeed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actors who look alike. <laughs> well, that means uh, Tom Hardy and Logan Marshall Green. Yeah. Well, they might they might do all female and do um, Jamie Presley and Margot Robbie. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Natalie Portman and Kira Knightley make it female version. Yeah. I mean, admittedly, their faces don't have to look the same. It's more their height and body is actually the thing, really, considering the name of the film. He's what you're saying, Sasha idiots. Baron Cohen and... Yeah, it's all about just being the same build. Kevin it's Hart. not about the same face, because <laughs> yeah. they actually change faces. So they could look completely different. And it, it's not like, you know, it's not like Nick Cage looks like fucking John Travolta, is it? So why, you, why you, Travolta was a bit fat, wouldn't he? And yeah. Well, they, they, like, they do skinny. that. So why are you two... Why are you, Heath Ledger and Joseph Gordon-Levitt is unbelievable. It's a bit bit tough to do that now, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) But it would have been a good idea. Jesus. I'm going to go with two actors that don't Shaffy, who is it then? Tell us who it should be. Oh, yeah. Here we go. go. (laughs) Prepare to to listen. We've never fucking heard of. You know the thing thing is that (laughs) I'm I'm fed up with you, with me asking, asking... A guy from uh, yeah. I'm fed up with me asking questions and then and and then Kyle like looking annoyed that he has to ask me. I don't give a shit. You don't have to fucking ask me, okay? It's fine. The moderator's lost it. The moderator has lost it. <laughs> I can shut up. <laughs> this is the end of the cool. podcast. <laughs> Shah Khan and Alan Carr. That's who I go with. Who? <laughs> what? Who's Shark, the first name? Shah Khan and Who's Salman Shark Khan. Khan? What? From Jungle Book? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> you mean the Scoutmaster? The head Shark. of the club? No, sh- you know, Shah Khan, like the famous um, Bollywood actor. And then go with Khan. Sharat Khan. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's, what he, what is he, that's his middle name, isn't it? Sharat Khan. No, yeah. no one calls him Shah Khan. I would. Shah Khan. 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 This was heavily inspired by a video game called Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh. And in that game, you play someone that works at night in a closed restaurant and animatronics try and kill you. It's basically the fucking same. If you go on go on YouTube and just look at Five Nights at Freddy's, there's people playing it. But there's there's other like video game comparisons to this as well. Did you notice the text at the beginning where it's listing the actors and stuff is really 8-bit? And then oh, yeah. I kind of I see that his energy drinks are they're like his power ups, aren't they? Holy well, fuck, yeah, you're a legend. That's, yeah. that's what I was saying because of the fact that he drinks them so so much and at such frequency and stuff. It does feel like he's getting his strength from the punch yeah. drink, doesn't well, it? That's, yeah. that's my point. I th- I thought it was sort of like a medical thing, like he has to have an amount of sugar. That's what, mm. like you know, um, the diabetes. Yeah, yeah, people with diabetes, they you know have to have a certain thing. I just kept remembering time. you. I know you're talking about, before, but nicking that guy's pinball thing. Like that's mm. all I was thinking about during this film. You get bothered <laughs> by a comic book guy. It's over yeah, let's, not over again, that, let's not go into that. 
But also because he's silent as well, he's very much like a first-person shooter or like Claude from GTA 3. Yeah, that's why I was going to shoot GTA 3. Doesn't fucking talk at all. So what do you think uh, was the thing that attracted Nicolas Cage to the role, considering he took up uh, producing duties as well? Easy to learn the script. He proper um, Bruce Willis did, didn't he? Let's just get as much money for doing as little as humanly possible. (laughs) But no, come on. This is like Mm -hmm. a small budget... Like, you know, he, he wouldn't, he, he, it's not like this film, you know, everything about it read like huge box office hit. Is he in money problems? Like, does he have proper money problems? Yeah, he have tax problems, didn't he? I think so, yeah. Yeah. But um, I think if you look at 2018, 2019, he did six films. Yeah, it's mad. In each year. Six films so, a year. So let, okay, let, let, let me ask you guys a question then. Can you name a bad Nicolas Cage performance? Oh, good. That's a really good question. A bad because I can. I've, got, I've got one in my mind. I've got one I presume that. Ghost Rider. Well, he's quite, he's still, he's he's good in those films. Though. Is he? Okay. I haven't seen it, so you, I, can't, I can't comment. What's Drive Angry like? What's his performance like in that? I haven't I seen he'd... that one. No one did, did they? Um, See, I, I mean, a lot I, of this modern stuff I've not seen at all. I was lucky enough to watch Vampire's Kiss a few months ago, and that was brilliant. He was brilliant in that, fucking hell. Dave, have you seen a film called Knowing? Yeah. Now, for me, that that's a bad Nicolas Cage performance, because, I mean, that film was boring AF. Apologies to the listeners who are fond of that film. I've never heard <clears throat> Chappie slag off a film before. Wow, <laughs> it must be bad. I know. But I remember just thinking, I'm so bored. Wow. And Nicolas Cage is like really like half asleep. Yeah, that is a crap film. Um, the, the concept's quite interesting, but the film itself is, is rubbish. Yeah, that film is poo-poo. It's, it sucks balls. What is um, he like a physics teacher or something like that? Physics professor or something? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? You know, a lot of people say that, you know, no matter what, Nicolas Cage is, you know, is, is the best thing in, in every film that he turns up mm. in. But not not really. There are some films you can't really say. So, but yeah. Uh, and I know a lot of people that have a problem with that Leaving Las Vegas performance as well. What, his Oscar winning performance? Literally Oscar winning performance. Yeah. yeah. Some people aren't really on board with that. But it is quite unique, isn't it? It's a way to play a drunk, isn't it? He certainly looks the part, doesn't he? He just looks fucking fucked all the time. It's mad. Yeah. And like more than like when you see him when he's the morning after and stuff, it's just like, well, I'm getting out. Yeah. Mad, man. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely love that film. I absolutely love that film. When he wakes up in the middle of the night, he's like, yeah, man. Just shaking. He's like, yeah. He's just next crazy. bottle of vodka, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, that's fucking mad. I find with Nicholas Cage films, though, you can kind of generally gauge with the modern ones, like who, he, who he's with. It's a lot of the times it's him and a load of nobodies like this film. <laughs> Most, I mean, other than the, the sheriff lady, I don't think I'd seen anyone else uh, in this uh, film. Who was she? Because I recognise her. She always plays the same uptight kind yeah, of character. Yeah, doesn't she? Like... She's in Donnie Darko. Yes, Donnie Darko. And she's played the same role in quite a lot of things. She's in a, a, a great film called Faults, which I saw a couple of months ago. Well, I feel like... Willie's Wonderland has killed, well. She's killed, killed the energy for the love of film on this podcast. So I'm looking forward to hearing what the next one is. I, I, I really like the film. I really like the film. So do I. So do I, 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 I think if you Cage read the script and when I do want to do it. Yeah. I, I think this is great. This Sit is... down on your own, open a can mm. of beer and watch this film because it's just nice to put your feet up to yeah. It's yeah. nonsense, but it doesn't matter. Like, I know, one hour and 24 minutes yeah, or something. It's a cheap know, thrill. Just, yeah. And there are some funny it's bits. It's fun. Yeah. I thought the soundtrack was great. 
I think the story's great. I love the story, like the background story of how it's come to be and like I just love it. And like yeah. the way it's sort of haunt it's haunted and the whole you can't town destroy it. And yeah, I love all that that sort of backwards town as a secret. It's kinda of cliche, but I, I love it. I absolutely, absolutely love it. Yeah, no, I really, really enjoyed this film. God, really you can actually it. hear the silence from Shappy and Kyle. You can actually hear yeah. it. No, no, I told you, it's it's so bad. I did like it, but it's bad. Which character did you find most killable? Ooh, interesting. What Big tit question. Harley Quinn. Yeah. I didn't like Willie, mate. I thought Willie was a cunt. Yeah. Yeah, he was massive, wasn't he? Mm. Well, Shappy, what was your opinion of this film? I mean, it's the same, really. I, it felt sort of disposable... It's quite forgettable. I will say that, yeah. Quite forgettable, but it was, you know, it's a film, and it, uh, mm. I mean, it's not, uh, it's not, it's not bad by any means. I think it's one of those films that does what it says in the tin, right? They made exactly the film that they wanted to, they wanted to make. It's a good idea in the fact that those um, creatures, they're sort of allowed to look cheap because, yeah, yeah. because of you know, it's it's mm. a good idea because they just think, well, we can just make. You know, we, we don't have to have them having like moving like muscles in their faces or anything like that. Huh. This is actually just the, you, we can just dress these people up as like mascots. And yeah. <laughs> so it is like extremely budget in that way. I wonder how much it costs. Do you know what the budget was? I guess that without, without Nicolas Cage and without the song Freebird at the end, mm-hmm. it would have been like 50p. <laughs> <laughs> the 15 production <laughs> companies that were listed at the beginning would have split that 50p between them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Nicolas Cage's fee would, wouldn't have been that high. I'm sure he must have got a back end deal because he, he's a, yeah. on board as a producer. Yeah. Yeah. It's your birthday, and we mm-hmm. want you to have fun. that alone is quality. But the budget, the budget was five point five million. Nothing wow. is it? I was going to say five, and it's wow. made it's made a loss. Oh wow! You're joking. <laughs> Fuck you. The gross worldwide. Get get a case to so take guesses on what the gross worldwide gross is. Three point six. Less than a million. Mm. It's COVID, wasn't it? It came out during COVID. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. Three point six. Three point six million. You think? Yeah. How about you, Kyle? Uh, did it even go to cinemas? Did it just go straight to streaming? Or no, no. I think it went straight to streaming. Didn't it? it came it? out yeah. in February this year, so yeah, we were yeah. still in lockdown then, weren't we? Yeah. So what? What do you think, Kyle? Less than a million. <laughs> How much less than a million? I reckon what nine hundred thousand. How about you, Dave? Well, I fucking gave them seven ninety nine today, so I'm going <laughs> to say. Well, I reckon it made uh, nine hundred fifty six thousand four hundred seventy eight pounds. <laughs> so it is gross worldwide, as it says here. I might be wrong, but mm. it's mm. four hundred forty five thousand. Wow! Fucking hell! <laughs> what the fuck? You're no joking, then. Five point <laughs> five million. That I reckon they could have. What the mm. hell gave them that budget of five point five million? Like Jesus, they they could have. I mean, we could film that in Fort Regent. Yeah, wow. I know it's mad, isn't it? I'm yeah. sure there are some costumes that look just like that. Mm-hmm. If we kind of went into a cupboard or something. <laughs> I mean, the effects the effects are pretty good. I think you know. I know that it looks cheap, but it does look quite realistic at the same time. As weird as that may sound. It, I do. I did feel like these things had come alive. I was like, "Whoa, that's nuts!" Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So, Screen Media, Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment Company, which is like the worst name ever, are massively out of pocket. <laughs> Please watch this film and support Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Please, we've got to get above a million for him. Well, he's doing. I think he's still doing all right. I mean, so so next year, 
he i showed you guys a trailer as in i put a link for trailer but i'm not sure if you actually watched it but <laughs> he's actually going to be playing himself that looks I quality cannot, man I it looks so good it looks brilliant doesn't it <laughs> What's it called? It's, um... The unbearable weight yeah. of massive talent. Oh, God. <laughs> He's played a vampire again, isn't he? He's playing Dracula. <laughs> He's going to play Dracula. That's yeah. right. He is going to be playing Dracula. Is he, do you think he'll go full, full on Nosferatu for that, like he did with <laughs> Bad Lieutenant? <laughs> right. Nice. Okay. Is there anything else about this film that anyone wants to say? It's your birthday. <laughs> yeah, we want you to have, have fun. fun. No. It was it's 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 um, a disposable movie, but it's well worth a watch. What was the pinball machine? What's the deal with the pinball machine? Did he just it was enjoy playing? Yeah, yeah, just retro game. What, what but why 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 the pinball machine? Why when there's so much to play? Why was it actually that scene's quality when they're doing the Willy's Wonderland a proper eighties song and he's just there like jiving like yeah yeah, 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 yeah this yeah. is the thing there's so many cool things in it like that was yeah. the highlight of the film that was... yeah quality yeah even the bit where they killed themselves and stuff and the satanic thing yeah. that was quality yeah I I just love the background stories because you got yeah. in two segments didn't you yeah and it's so interesting it's like oh that's how you can't burn it down yeah. and stuff and like the kind of builder was found dead and yeah. stuff but. I do find it a bit weird because they're supernatural. So did running them over work? Well, they were, their bodies were just left in a dumpster outside. Yeah. And if you notice, yeah. I don't know if, what the fairy was called, the siren or whatever. When the car blew siren up. Siren Sarah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. When the car blew up, she was propelled away from the car. So my take on that is she's still kicking around. I know they ran over fucking whatever the Taco Bell turtle on the way out, <laughs> but um, <laughs> the the fairy one could uh, easily put subtitle. I my balls. Exactly. There were honestly there were some classics in this movie. It's great. I love that car as well. Fucking hell, that I know. car is amazing. I'll tell you what though, that car. I wish he would have gone for the old one, the classic, rather than the new one. But oh, here we go. Oh, fucking hell. Whatever. <laughs> fucking Remember hell. how good Ford versus Honestly, Ferrari was? I'm well, sorry to all the men out there listening. <laughs> <laughs> and when women do drive cars as well. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, excuse me, Andrew. Right. So I think now it's time for the one word review, then. It's the one word review. The one word review. One word review from us to you. Except for Dave, who says, oh, so beautiful it's just beautiful andy what's your one word review uh biodegradable <laughs> <laughs> to be honest it never beats it won't beat karate <laughs> <laughs> yeah i actually laughed out loud at my dad kyle what's your one word review good game <laughs> and dave what is your one word Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> what about you, sir? Witchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my one word yeah. review. Witchy. Yeah. Oi, give us a one word review. Give us a one word review. Um, my one word review is Willy. So, this show Mop. is so highbrow. Yeah, I know. Shaffy, Shaffy just got his dick out, viewers, by the way. <laughs> Shaffy's got his dick out. <laughs> now. Congratulations, we didn't we didn't talk about Jizz once. <laughs> Did anyone find the like the pixie animatronic 
like quite attractive. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh my god! I mean, I didn't. I just wondered if you guys did. <laughs> I've got a really interesting did. film for you guys to watch. It's called <laughs> Willy's Wonderland. Is this, uh, is this how, just how you, some ploy? How do you, you find, how do you find the film? <laughs> how do you find the film? Some elaborate. How did you find the film, Kyle? Oh, I was just googling it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene where I where I got my knob out. <laughs> Yeah, if I've been locked in there for ages, Carl, I'm kind of with you there. I think after a while, off to the gorilla. Like, she'll, she'll, she'll do. She'll do. <laughs> what are you talking about? Of course, we didn't fancy the animatronic pixie. Did anyone Fucking... find the taco? Neither did Kyle. Neither did Kyle. <laughs> Neither did Kyle. He was just asking if we did. So don't worry. I'm, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> Fuck it. It's not. It's not. It's not even my dream. It's a friend's dream. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, that, that took an hour and a half to get to the jokes. <laughs> I know, tell me about it. We have a special <laughs> announcement to make. So um, we will have, for our next episode, we're going to have a special guest. Now, this person we've mentioned a few times before on our podcast, he is basically the fifth member of our group who um, uh, we initially asked for him to be in this podcast, but he just had a... A child. And he's too busy just like being the crime underlord of Singapore. <laughs> Singapore. <basically>. So <laughs> exactly. basically he is actually going to be guesting on our next episode. And what we found is that what we decided that if we do have a guest, it's their choice to pick their own film. So um, without further ado, uh, Mark has left a message for us. And, oh, really? um, so, yes. Yeah, so introducing wow. for our for our next episode, Marco Hanlon. Bonjourno boys, my film selection as part of my special guest appearance on the Who Dropped the Popcorn podcast, without further ado, drumroll please, is The Sound of Metal. Right, so as you have all heard, he has picked 2020's Sound of Metal. That's a film that I'm very excited about talking about. So, um, right, because this is probably the last show that's going to go... Out in 2021. Ever, because Carl's ruined it by choosing a film that he didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a first, actually, for the podcast, is for the person that chose it to go, actually, I didn't like that. <laughs> no, 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 Carl's done like that it. practically every film he's chosen. No, mm. no, I love Midnight. He's, he oh, was God, okay. Isn't Midnight as good? <laughs> Andy hated Mortal Kombat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave thinks every film was beautiful. <laughs> oh, it's so lovely. It just takes your worries away. Fuck off, mate. Well, whatever. Fucking Ford versus Ferrari. And it's added to my worries. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right. Listen, order, order. <laughs> Can you come on? We, because we're giving Stupid lots slag. for Kyle to edit out. Whatever, bad end. Don't worry about it. It's, it's all staying in, mate. Andy's <laughs> F from staying in. It's good. Listen, so because um, this is going to be That's what he the said. last episode we're going to upload for 2021 i thought it'd be a good opportunity for us to just sort of reflect on the podcast so far um, wow so wow. i think one thing is that i'm just i don't know i just want to say that i'm happy that we've got this far with the podcast anyway you know no one's given up <laughs> yet Sorry, Dave did for about half an hour. Yeah, it's because you're all well mean to me. <laughs> oh, all three of you are really bullying me. I, I was supposed to say fuck it then. You all individually DM'd me and got me back though. It was nice. You, you often tease those you love. What a those. fucking attention seeking all <laughs> you are. <laughs> uh, okay, so anyway, so 
I mean, the thing is, is that what what happened when when we came up with the rules of the podcast? I don't think I've ever been called an attention-seeking whore before, but it does kind of fit. Thank you. That is a good design. Yeah, it says the attention-seeking whore keeps in, interrupting me. So when Carl first came up with the rules of the podcast, he actually said that at the end of every round, we end up picking our favourite film of the round. Oh, so, yeah. I forgot about that. That was a, that was a good oh, idea. Yeah, and I fuck. said... And I said, that's not a good idea, because I think these films... <laughs> I said these Whatever films I say, Shafi's like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so the reason why is because I, I said that... Uh, because the, it shouldn't feel like competition. It's just basically... Oh, it should, you know, we should just basically, what you know, react to these films that are kind of in front of us. So anyway, but for this one time only, what um, let's talk about kind of the films that we're... Be, we've been happily exposed to so andy what what, wow. what are, out of all the films that you've you know seen as part of this podcast what what would you say are the highlights can we not choose our own than, film then not your own film so what um so yeah and you can mention more than one film okay all right so i can't remember <laughs> all of the films that we've watched but the ones that spring to mind the ones that spring to mind uh so jalaka 2 i'm so glad i saw that movie um, the Wailing, yeah. mid-90s. I thought mm. that was phenomenal. Buckaroo Bonsai. I just love the fact that I watched <laughs> yeah. that film and the, the yeah, ending yeah, yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah, I think those are my four my four mm. big hitters. But um, well, so Shaki, what were the films you chose? Because I've always liked... So the, I've chosen Wailing, three so Jalakatu. far. Jalakatu and, uh, and Sorry to Bother You. Oh, God, yeah. And the so Wailing. Mm, okay, yeah, Sorry to Bother You. Yeah, so again, Sorry to Bother You. Oh, God, yeah, the fucking giant... Pony men, oh my god! But um, mm. yeah, films like just this thing has given me not only an opportunity to just talk to you guys more, which is great, but it's just a lot of fun. But um, exposure to films I would never ever have watched. So um, yeah, yeah, it's great. Honestly, guys, it's fucking awesome. Okay, nice one. Thanks. That those are good answers, mm. uh, Andy. How about you, fun. Kyle? I can't choose mid nineties because that was my film. But that's, <laughs> the one, um, the one, the film that I chose. <laughs> that's uh, my favorite one. Yeah, girl walks home at night. Or oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that one. Singing yeah. in the rain, but they were both Dave's right. choice actually. So. Yeah, oh, nice, fuck nice. Off. Are you mental? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. uh, and ha- how about you, Dave? Well, I. Um, yeah, I have to say, like, The Wailing and Jellica 2 was two films that I'd have never watched in a million years. So thank you for those. I'm glad I've seen both of those. Even though I wasn't bowled over by The Wailing, but I love Jellica 2. Mid-90s is probably my favourite film that we've watched out of oh, everyone. It is so I good. I can't decide, though. I'm like, it's that hard, episode's, though. like, the least popular download-wise yeah. as well. Yeah. I, lo- it's I really, really, really it's love that really weird. What's the most popular, uh, Kyle? Yeah, it's, it's the... Ford versus Ferrari, but that's... The, oh, yeah. It's because it's the first one and people listen to that and they probably don't listen to any more because yeah. the audio quality was yeah. awful on those early episodes. Dave, uh, that's your favourite mid-90s out of the lot, yeah? I think so, yeah. Like, yeah, it's a funny one. Um, yeah, like, I mean, we've watched an interesting eclectic array of films, haven't we? Nothing... I don't think any of these films are like 10 on 10 except maybe singing in the rain that's the only film that's like close to perfect but the rest are all kind of around 8 out of 10 would be the best you'd give them i guess but it's really inter- i feel it's been a nice eclectic mix yeah what about you shafi 
You know, I, I even sort of, uh, I even said it in, in so uh, the listeners out there just want to let you guys know that I appeared on um, another podcast called Schlock and Awe um, mm. with Lindsay Wilkins. And um, so I'll, I'll put go, a link go ahead in the description. And, yeah, so, so in that episode, I talked about um, the two films I chose was um, Strange Days and Streets of Fire. Sorry, yeah. So, <laughs> but um, it, I actually mentioned in, in Lindsay's podcast that I've actually grown to appreciate Buckaroo Bonsai more because when wow. I first watched it, I kind of kept quiet about how uninterested I was about it. <laughs> but um, I kind of just made it out. I just said I can't remember anything. But the reason, but I just. <laughs> but uh, it's a film that I've actually grown to appreciate more, and I really actually liked it. So yeah, that, that and also Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. I was always planning to watch that anyway, but. Um, Thanks to Dave for sort of bring, bringing that in the ether of the podcast. Um, yeah, that was an amazing shout. <laughs> hey. What? How about, so, Andy, what what are the, just regard, regardless of the films, any particular highlights of the show so far that you would encourage the listeners to sort of, um, you know, li- listen back if they've not listened to any other episodes? Yeah, so... At the beginning, it was awesome because me and Dave were at loggerheads <laughs> on everything. And it was almost becoming like, I was like, fucking hell, this is going to be like, this is going to be it. It's like Luke and Darth for the whole bloody thing. Oh, then, yeah. Funny enough, again, like Luke and Darth, we <laughs> sort of teamed up and became like. Who's Luke and who's Darth? I was always Luke. Um, <laughs> so it's good. It's just, yeah, the banter. The Dave's banter. taller. That's the only reason. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, well, not hard. So, um, yeah, that's good. I think if no. the listeners... Uh, <laughs> if the listeners listen acutely, I cannot believe how smart Shafi is and your memory oh. is insane. I cannot believe you've got all of this in your head. Like, you must know every producer out there. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know how you do it, so that's good. I never, good knew, I never knew how much Kyle swore... <laughs> I knew he swore, yeah. but like it's only since <laughs> recorded, and I listened to Kyle at my desk. I'm like, f this and f that. And f no, that. it's so, only it's only the dude episode of the Bond episode that I'm really on it. I don't know, man. So I was a bit worried about a bit worried about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't know. That's it. It's just funny. If you want to listen to a funny, podcast, if there if there was if there's one episode you recommend listeners to um, check out, what, what would it be? That's simple. <laughs> Like how about how about you, Kyle? What what what's the one episode you'd recommend? Maybe Bond or Dune. I love the Bond episode because we did that quiz and stuff. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that was good. I think the Bond episode. From there on, I think we've hit a stride. That's what wow. I think. Yeah. I know. With this is sort of like we're sort of sat self-aggrandizing and sort of patting ourselves on the back. <laughs> um, but is that a posh word for wanking? <laughs> I think that episode was basically where we hit a stride, and I think we've. Every episode we've done. Until this episode killed it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. How about you, Dave? Any particular highlights you want to bring up? I liked it when we were talking about Quantum Leap a lot. Whatever episode that was. Yeah, that was was nice. Yeah. That was Paris, Texas. You forced us to cut all the best stuff, Sheffy, so I don't know. (laughs) Uh, It's all sort of a bit of a mix smash in my head, I'm afraid. So... I can't really remember a particular episode or anything. So I'd, I'd recommend, hmm, what was that? Yeah, I'd recommend. Um, Thanks, Dave. Oh. Kyle, what are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah. 
I recommend listening to them all and, and deciding yourself. That would be my advice. Okay, great. Nice one. <laughs> but do and listen to them all. Something that um, Kyle has sort of arranged is that we've got a YouTube channel. And so oh, shit, yeah. for those people that are, um, I don't know, somehow don't use a podcast app, uh, but would prefer to use YouTube. Um, yeah, we have a YouTube channel where with all our episodes uploaded so far. So um, check that <laughs> out. And um, check it out. So, yeah, I think that's, that's it, everyone. Well, Here's to a successful 2022 for Who Dropped the Popcorn. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, as everyone. I, as I said, wow, um, yeah. Mark O'Hanlon is going to be joining us in the next episode. Oh, wow. Uh, where we're going to be talking about Sound of Metal. Um, and then h- what we're hopefully going to do is try and have a guest on at the end of every round. Wow. Um, so, yeah. All the way up until we get Jean-Claude Van Damme, and then we close it down, and that's the that's the piece de resistance. Hello, who's this? Hello, oh, <laughs> I can just imagine him in that podcast. <laughs> um, that'll, that'll be the highlight of my life. <laughs> oh, just quickly, if you listen on Spotify, you can now give a rating on Spotify, not just on Apple. So that's a new feature Spotify have added. So yeah, if you like the podcast, and you listen on Spotify, give us five stars. Give us a review as well. We want to know. Even if you don't like what you hear, tell us why. Yeah, especially if you don't like it. Just let us know. We all want to improve ourselves. Okay, so anyway, thanks for listening. Um, If you want to get in touch with us, please send any questions, comments, praise, hate mail, or one-word reviews to the popcorn post bag at Hmm. whodropthepopcorn at gmail.com. Or like, follow, harass us on Twitter at whopopcorn or on Instagram at who dropped the popcorn you can also leave a review on your podcast app and please remember like and subscribe you've been listening to who dropped the popcorn we really appreciate it see you soon merry christmas and a happy new year everyone happy holidays all keep it real and because it's christmas it's jesus's birthday so i'm just gonna say to jesus it's your birthday <laughs> and i want you yes. to have fun it's your birthday <laughs> See you later.